0: what's up kingdom builder welcome back to this bible study today i have a message that's going to be one of the hardest messages that i've preached or i've shared because um this thing's fresh this thing's raw and but i believe there is a great prophetic that will be in this i believe there will be a great anointing i believe there will be a great expansion for those that received this Because I'm going to be talking about the season of what I believe is the greatest wealth transfer for the Christian entrepreneur. So if that sounds like something interesting to you, do me a big favor and share this video with somebody that you feel needs to hear about that. Because I wonder if you're anything like me. And in my Christian business experience, it's been interesting is that when we take a look at the world of business, we take a look at the world of wealth and we take a look at the world of influence. Does anyone else ever feel like non-believers are succeeding more than believers? You take a look at the tech world, for example, and the person right now that's on top of their game, you look at the Elon Musks, you look on the Jeff Bezos's, you look at the Bill Gates. Now, I don't know their personal relationship with the Lord, but um, I've never heard it said, right? And maybe in your workplace, maybe in your business, you're seeing people succeeding and you're seeing people that are maybe they're good people, but they're not godly people. And you think to yourself, what's going on with that? And on the flip side, I wonder if you've seen this as well, too. It's like a general feeling that if you're Christian, you're not meant to have wealth, (laughs) It's like you're meant to struggle and have adversity and it's like really, really tough. And I'm not saying that if you believe in the Lord, if you follow the Lord, there's not going to be tribulation because Jesus said there will be tribulation. But it seems to be this weird disconnect of being a Christian in business and having wealth. It's something strange right there. If you've ever felt that way or seen that at all, put a two in the comments. I wonder if that's just me. But I believe that the greatest wealth transfer in the world is happening right now. And why is that? Well, take a look at this proverb, Proverbs 13.22. And this is from the richest person in the world, from Mr. King Solomon himself, says Proverbs 13.22. A good person leaves an inheritance to his grandchildren, and the wealth of a sinner is stored up for the righteous. Now, you've probably read this before, and we've read it many different times, and you know, sometimes I have to slow myself down as I'm reading through Scripture, because it's like, it sounds good. But I took a look at this verse and it says, "The wealth of a sinner is stored up for the righteous." And I'm like, okay, so the sinner is somebody that is not saved. The righteous is the person that is saved, then doesn't that mean that for the Christian, like we're the righteous? Right? Like. And I, and I had to think about this, and I checked myself on this. I'm like, do I really believe that? You see, the Bible's full of promises, the Bible's full of principles, the Bible's full of a lot of good things that, the, that God says to us, but we still have to choose to believe them. We still have to choose to stand on them. And as I read through and I meditated on that scripture, I took that as a prophetic word for me and others as well too, which is that I believe that that is going to happen now. Why? Well, there's a couple things that are going on. Billy Graham, the, the one of the greatest evangelists in the world, he prophesied that the greatest ministry in the marketplace is going to happen in today. In the the greatest ministry in the world is going to happen in the marketplace today. I had a chance to sit down with Pastor Rick Warren of Saddleback Church and Purpose Driven Life, and he was also mentored under Billy Graham. He said the same thing. He said, he told me, he said, James, the greatest ministry in the world is going to happen in the marketplace. And why is that? Because wealth creates influence, doesn't it? Wealth generates power, right? There's that saying, put your money where your mouth is. There's just something about today's world that runs off of money. And it's unfortunate But the people that have the most wealth right now, many times, are not the Christian. And when that happens, nothing against the non-Christian, but their value system then gets imposed on culture, doesn't it? We've been through a number of years now where non-Christian agendas have been popularized in the world and it's confusing culture god is being taken out of schools god is being taken out of the legal system god is being taken out of business god is being taken out of education and gender and a lot of different things while it sounds nice there's more confusion than there ever has been before But why is this a season right now? There's an opportunity that I don't want us to miss because great wealth transfers happen when there's great challenge. Recessions that are kind of going on or I think they are, I think they've been or I don't know. It's so confusing. Does anyone else ever watch media and just get stressed and confused? Put a me in the comments if that's you. Like I just turn off news like, I remember when COVID started and I just started listening to the news again. I haven't done that for over 10 years. Like it's like so confusing and it made me feel like everything was going to hell. Everything was dying. Everything was exploding and imploding and interesting. And where did COVID go? <laughs> I don't hear anything about it anymore. But um, it's interesting though. But with that, there was so much negativity that's going on. But one thing that is evident is there's big economic shifts going on. There are big shifts in society happening. Um, Great recessions are great opportunities because there's big problems. And for the entrepreneur, when he solves problems, there's a wealth transfer. And the greatest wealth transfers in the world happen during recessions. So I believe there's a window right now. And I believe there's an opportunity not just for wealth transfer, but I believe there's an opportunity for wealth transfer for the Christian entrepreneur. But I also believe that there's a warning. And at least this is to me. I don't know if this is to you. But as I'm meditating through the word, I'm, I'm going through the old prophets. And Isaiah was a powerful prophet. Isaiah was the prophet that... He gave the most prophecy that led towards Jesus than any other prophet that came before or came after. But in the beginning of Isaiah, it's interesting. He gives some warnings and Isaiah was speaking towards a time of people. He was speaking towards the Israelites when they were in exile. They're in Babylon. Um, they had lost their way and they, they were not looking like the promised children of God. Remember, That God had a plan in the very beginning. Remember that God created the Garden of Eden and created Adam and Eve so that they could be there and have dominion. Remember that for the Christian, for the son, for the daughter, God created the universe because he wanted a family. He wanted to give them opportunity. He wanted to give them rulership. He wanted to give them power, right? But they lost it because they went a different way. There's that saying that the great prophet spider-man's uncle said with great responsibility with great power comes great responsibility right so they they lost their power they lost their responsibility and i believe for the christian entrepreneur we've been given responsibility but we've lost power we definitely operate in god's economy we got to follow so isaiah 2 i took this as a warning isaiah 2 5 isaiah is saying to the people come house of jacob right that's his children let's walk in the light of the lord right so how do we how do we take part of the great wealth transfer we have to walk in the light of the lord right what does that mean are you obeying god are you following him are you putting him as number one in everything in your life isaiah 2 6 for for you have abandoned your people the house of jacob why Because they are filled with influences from the East. What is that? I don't know. It's kind of confusing to me when I'm in the self-help world, I'm in the business world, there's a lot of good things, but a lot of times not God things. Things like tarot card reading. Things like searching for crystals. Things like um, transcendental meditation. Things like um, law of attraction. Things like new age thinking. Things like Horoscopes, things like fortune telling, or things like not even those, but things like self help and self wisdom, right? Uh, Let's keep on going. They are soothsayers like the Philistines. They also strike bargains with the children of foreigners. Their land has been filled with silver and gold, and there is no end to their treasures. You know, another thing I think that's holding us back from wealth transfer is complacency. We live too good, especially if you're in America. Even broke people in America are richer than most of the world. To be honest, I think a lot of times we are just struggling because we're too too chill. We're searching for pleasure rather than purpose. We're searching for the easy way rather than God's way. We have too much. Things are on demand. We're too complacent. We don't want to seek what the Lord has for us because it's uncomfortable. Right? The journey of faith will not be comfortable. The journey of faith commands growth. The journey of faith takes encountering your fear. I don't know who this is for today. At least this is for me. But I'm hearing this and I'm just like, yeah, people depending on the universe instead of depending on God. The universe don't got a capital U. Right? The universe has no, has no soul. The universe is a created thing. It says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Right? So it's a creation. Worshipping the created rather than the creator. Where have we gone? What's going on? It's confusing. And I think the, the reason why this happens is because we're complacent. The reason why this happens is we don't want to offend I get it even for me like I don't want to offend I like to be liked (laughs) I have many friends and this is not a condemnation against anyone that believes in those things but I have to stand the truth kingdom builder have we gotten so complacent that we are forgetting on standing on truth are we letting other people's truth be okay because we don't want to offend anymore you know, like uh, let's keep on going. Isaiah two eight says this: Their land has also been filled with idols. They worship the work of their hands, that which their fingers have made. Idols have filled. Right? What else are we worshiping? Are we worshiping the work? And I think so many times too, like we are, we are meant to be cut of a different cloth. We are meant to be a new creation, aren't we? We're meant to be a city on a hill, but. I don't know about you, but I know for me, many, many, many years of my Christian entrepreneurship experience, literally all it felt like is I would say I'm Christian. I believe in the Lord. But in actuality, if you were to look at my day to day, I just look like the world. What does that mean? Well, I'm just pursuing success. I'm just pursuing um, self help. I'm just trying to, the saying is, if it were to be, it's up to me. I'm just trying to do everything on my own power. I put prayer as a bottom. A priority i put god on the bottom um, i squeeze him in maybe in my weekend i squeeze him in maybe in a quick prayer here and there but to be honest my day-to-day my business my day-to-day my life really just looks like everyone else i just put christian as a cherry on top but if we are sons and daughters of the god of the universe and we have been given a direct communion and a direct relationship with the lord that knows everything about everything that breathes his Holy Spirit into his people, that gives us access to wisdom beyond any other understanding, that gives us an empowerment that is greater than our own, then shouldn't we as the Christian entrepreneur live in a different way? I just think about what Paul Paul says to the Corinthian church. He says that I didn't come to you my own wisdom. I came to you so that I could show you what God's wisdom is. Are we... Are we relishing in our weakness so that God can be made strong? Are we living differently than the rest? How do we take part in the greatest wealth transfer for the Christian? I believe there is a huge opportunity right now because there's major problems in the world. We've been through COVID. We've been through recession. Interest rates are higher. There's a lot of stress. There's a lot of stuff. Culture's going in a negative direction, a different direction. Negative just means away from his word. And there's a huge moment of opportunity. There's a huge window. But I don't want to be that kingdom builder that is caught asleep at the wheel. I don't want to be that person that is missing out. And I believe that we're missing out not because we're not doing good things, but we're not pursuing God things. I believe God just wants a a priority. He just searches for hearts around the world that are seeking to do his will. He's looking for the one that wants to get out of the boat in discomfort. He's looking for the one that wants to do things in a different way, in a countercultural way. Kingdom builder, don't we know that culture right now is completely not what God had intended? And are we living life in a different way? Now, I'm not saying to go around and offend everybody, but I'm saying to go around and live in a different truth, to live on a different power, to live in a different way, so that we can be that city on a hill to be the greatest testimony of what God's kingdom is really about. So this is a tough message for me to preach, to talk about, because it's what I feel convicted about that God's saying to me at least. Does anyone else feel convicted at all in a positive way with this? Put a one in the comments if you you get my drift on things. But here's the promise though. The promise is going back to proverbs 13 if we seek the lord if we repent if we go back to him it does say that the wealth of a sinner is stored up for the righteous don't we know that yes there might be influence and there might be a lot of wealth stored up around the world and maybe it's in people that are non-believers but remember it says that that is being stored up for the righteous that is being stored up for you if you consider yourself that if you accept the call If you feel like there's been a season of drought for you, your family, the world, the Christian entrepreneur, I believe there's a season right now where there could be a big shift that can happen. But if and only if that we accept the call. So I'm excited because I believe we've been called to subdue and rule, so to speak. We've been called to have dominion in the places that we've been sent into, in our workplaces, in our businesses, in our families, in our societies, in our communities. we have to do things his way not our way we have to put him first above everything else put first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you right anywho this is gonna be a fun season kingdom builder keep tuned i'm excited there's gonna be i got a lot of things planned for this channel i got a lot of things planned for this uh this conversation piece that we have And if this does sound interesting to you, if you're not yet subscribed to this YouTube, share this, subscribe, tag someone on this, all the type of stuff. But let me end today with a prayer. And um, let's keep on going with our day. Dear Father, I just want to thank you for this day. This is the day that the Lord has made and the Lord is good. And today... I just pray for every single one of our brothers and sisters that are still on this, whether live or on replay. I just pray that they are able to clear up anything in their mind, break off any chain. We come into your courts of heaven right now, Lord, in any spirit of confusion, of doubt, of anxiety, of depression, of fear, of poverty. We just break that off because those are not in agreement with your kingdom, God. Let your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And you're an amazing God. You're a God of promises. You're a God of favor. You're a God of miracles, Lord. But so many times we have been subjected to things in this world that are not of you. But greater is he that is within us than is he that is in the world, Lord. So we break those chains in Jesus' name. And we thank you for that opportunity. And today, Lord, I just thank you for this word. And I pray that it's not my words that are heard, but it's your word that is heard. We're just standing on Isaiah. We're standing on your promises. We're standing on your prophecy. We're standing on Proverbs. We're standing on the entirety of the entire Bible. You say that your word will not return void. You're the one that is the author of everything. You're the one that knows the beginning and the end. You're the one that's out of time. You're the one that's put everything together in your amazing providence, Lord. And we're thankful that we've been chosen to be adopted as sons and daughters in this kingdom. And Lord, thank you for this opportunity for the kingdom builder. Thank you for this opportunity to be able that we're inserted in this period of history that I believe is the greatest wealth transfer in the Christian entrepreneur in, in, our, in, our, in our time. Give us a direct word today. Give us inspired thoughts today. And I, I just pray that the next step for everyone here be given. I pray that you communicate with them directly. I pray that you heal them of anything that is holding them back from a relationship with you. I pray that those that are not yet in relationship with you just say yes to the Lord, Lord. I pray that those that are in a relationship with you can hear clearly in dreams, in visions, in impressions, in your word, in this word. In whatever that it is, however it is that you communicate with them, give them a clear vision. You say that your people perish without a vision. Give us that vision again. And give us a vision that is so huge that we know that it is only from you. Empower us to carry out your word. Empower us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Pour on us your spirit. You say that in those days, dreams... People will dream dreams and people have visions. We're going to prophesy. We're going to have a completely different way of living, Lord. You've set us apart. You've set us to be the head and not the tail, to subdue and rule and remind us of that identity and allow us to empower us into that next step right now, Lord. I thank you so, so much in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. And Kingdom Builder, I just want to ask, And I thank you for that compliment. I just want to ask you today, what inspired thought did you get from the Holy Spirit today? My YouTube handle is at James C. Zeng, Z-H-E-N-G. Links are in the bio. But what inspired thought did you get, right? Because if we want to live a different way, if we want to take advantage of this greatest wealth transfer in this time, here's the key that I got. From one of the a major, major pastor, Pastor Robert Morris of Gateway Church. He said this, here's the secret to Christian success. One word, obedience. Obedience. What does obedience look like? You might just get one flash of revelation, one insight, one inspired hunch, one step, one word. And the way that we start to live a different way, the way that we live in the kingdom is our obedience is all we need. So maybe that's to make a phone call. Maybe that's to maybe that's to make a certain post. Maybe that's to, to repent. Maybe that's to, you got something that you need to confess to the Lord. Maybe that's something that you need to do, something that's been on your mind. There's something that we need to do. Success in the kingdom is simply obedience. Peter took three steps on water. Every step was just one step of obedience. We keep our eyes focused on him, the perfecter of our faith. And we just start taking step by step by step by step. Blessings do follow obedience, right? Let the law, let the word be a lamp to our feet. But it's obedience. So what is that for you today? If you have something in your mind today, because my goal on this is not just to preach and not just to talk, I'm just talking to myself. I'm just, I'm just convicting myself right now, but it's empower you to take a step because faith without works is dead. Isn't it? So what is that next step that you need to take today? Now, like right after this, and just trust that God will give you the next step and the next step and the next step and the next step. But we need to take the first step and do things different and don't overthink it. Simply just be obedient and just start to be like a child. That's learning to walk again. Some of you are already mature. You got to sprint towards the next step. So I end up with this. Do you have something in mind? That's an inspired thought. Put a five in the comments. You have something in mind for you today. And my encouragement is that you take that faithful step, whatever that that is. For me, that was this today. For me, that was uh, sharing this message today. For me, that was going on a limb and sharing something that could be quite controversial and something that could be quite tough Um, and just lean into it, lean into it, and he'll guide your steps, commit your plan to Lord, he'll guide your steps, awesome, you have a step, awesome, you have a step, perfect, perfect, our kingdom, well, prayers, blessings, and let's have an incredible day, we'll see you on the next ones, share this once again, subscribe if you're not on to this, other than that, have a great one, bye-bye, bye-bye.